Hello and welcome to the Reorg Europe podcast. It's Friday, October the 2nd. I'm Richard Woolley and this week I'm going to be speaking to analysts Noor Seher and Jacob Parker about the London-listed gaming company William Hill and UK car manufacturer McLaren. Let's start with William Hill. Noor, what's the latest there? This week, US gaming company Caesars Entertainment announced that it will take over the entire share capital of William Hill in a £2.9 billion cash offer. The cash offer was accepted by William Hill's board later in the week. Caesars' offer gives a 25% premium over the closing price of William Hill's shares as of September 24th. The acquisition is conditional on the approval of William Hill's shareholders and is also subject to antitrust and regulatory approvals. It is expected to be completed in the second half of 2021. Okay, how will Caesars fund the acquisition and, and what's it planning to do with William Hill's debt? Caesars' plan is to raise $1.7 billion from an equity offering, raise $2 billion of non-recourse debt facilities secured against William Hill's non-US business, and use cash on balance sheet to pay for the $2.9 billion takeover offer. Alongside the acquisition, Caesar also plans to redeem in full William Hill's £350 million 2026 and £350 million 2023 notes alongside the borrowings under the RCF. So how does Caesars propose to redeem the notes? Following the acquisition, William Hill is required to offer a 101 change of control put option to the 2026 and 2023 note holders. However, note holders are under no obligation to accept the offer. Both of these notes are currently trading about four to five points above the change of control put option, which may make some note holders reluctant to accept the offer. If a bondholder does not take the 101 offer, they risk becoming part of a much more levered structure as a result of Caesar's plan to raise $2 billion of new debt facilities secured against William Hill's non-US business. In order to redeem the bonds as intended by Caesar, the issuer can also purchase the bonds in an open market or redeem them at a make-hole premium. However, in my view, a make-all offer seems unlikely as it would be quite expensive. The issuer may just be inclined to offer a premium over the 101 change of control put option, but still below the make-all redemption price in an opportunistic negotiation to entice note holders to redeem the notes and to affect the redemption Caesar seeks. However, such an offer does not match the disclosure in Caesar's equity offering prospectus which indicates redemption at par. Now, Jacob's been looking at McLaren for a while and had this to say when I asked him for an update on its latest position. McLaren was one of the first automotive companies during the year to suffer from a severe liquidity crisis. A sharp contraction in McLaren's wholesales over the first half caused heightened cash burn, which in turn brought on a sudden and severe liquidity squeeze around June and July which then brought about an urgent need for additional cash to be injected into the business. Management, after proclaiming that they required £275 million to get them through to free cash flow generation in 2022, has so far only partially plugged the liquidity shortfall through signing a £150 million loan, which was inserted as equity into the company. Management now plans to raise additional equity, repay the recently signed loan, and then refinance the capital structure, which matures in 2022 which consists of senior secured notes and a super senior revolving credit facility. And what about the group's headquarters? I think they'd previously suggested they were going to try to dispose of it. 
Yes, so in addition to the equity raise, management has proposed a sale and leaseback transaction of their HQ building in Surrey, which should see them receive proceeds of roughly £200 million, according to sources. Interestingly, as a result of a recently successful consent solicitation, which saw certain terms in the bond documentation changed, our analysis shows that the first £85 million received from the sale of the HQ building must be used to redeem notes under a modified Dutch auction. They originally said they needed £275 million of additional liquidity to see them through to free cash flow generation in 2022. So after receiving the £150 million loan, they still must obtain another £125 million by their own calculations. Our base case shows their current level of funds will be sufficient until at least the beginning of next year before they require further funds. Okay, and with McLaren's notes around the high 80s at the moment, what do you see as the key positive and negative triggers for the bonds in future? We believe the key short-term triggers to be a successful raising of additional equity, which will increase the probability of a successful refinancing of the group's capital structure. Further, if management can find a buyer for the group's HQ building for 200 million or more, this will significantly bolster the group's liquidity, which should provide further comfort to investors looking at the senior secured notes. We note that management has said they have the utmost confidence that they will be able to raise additional equity. Further, we note McLaren has enjoyed long-term support from their sponsors, who have periodically injected relatively large amounts of cash into the business over recent years. And we think it unlikely that they would walk away from the company now, especially when considering the amount of cash invested and that there is an argument that this business can generate cash in the future. To substantiate this point, and given the operating cost base of the company, we believe McLaren can generate cash if it can increase its average selling price around 10% from the 2019 level, which would raise margins to the level required to meet periodic capex requirements. Note that management has achieved around 20% year-over-year increase in average selling price over fiscal years 2018 and 2019, which is partially due to improved mix, which in turn is driven by wholesale cars with increasingly high price points. A large part of this increase comes from releasing and delivering Ultimate Series models, which are priced significantly higher than the rest of the model platform. Management has been able to quickly sell out and build an order book for McLaren Speedtails and Elvers, models which carry a significantly higher retail price point than prior models. Due to these considerations and others, we believe it possible that McLaren can generate cash, given normalised volumes of Sport Series and Super Series models, if they can consistently periodically deliver a large portion of Ultimate Series vehicles at a price point around the current levels. In terms of negative triggers, if the group fails to raise additional equity and or complete the sale and lease back transaction, then we could see another severe liquidity squeeze in the coming months, which could see the bonds fall rapidly as we did earlier this year. It is also prudent to consider the possibility of a hard Brexit, which could see World Trade Organization trading rules implemented, one of which is a possible imposition of 10% tariffs on vehicle exports between the UK and countries which the UK has not organized trade deals with. Aside the potential for a hard Brexit to bring about heightened market volatility, increasing, increased tariffs between the UK and other countries will likely increase the average selling price and the cost base of the company. As always, subscribers can access detailed analysis of each of the credits discussed in the podcast on our website, reorg.com. We'll be back in two weeks' time with another Reorg Europe podcast, but until then, stay safe and thank you very much for listening.